0: New York City Transportation has a daily ridership of 3 million. That's a whole lot of moving. Welcome to the elite. And welcome to We Move New York, the podcast. This is the show for the people that move New York. Welcome to We Move New York, the podcast. And here's your host, Q. Q.
1: Hey, what's going on everybody welcome to tonight's show tonight's show i like to title this one crossing the finish line um it's a place that we all help hope to get to one day that's what we're working towards and to bring some understanding and some clarity to the process of signing out because it's when i'm in the swing rooms and different work locations i'm here i hear a lot of questions and a lot of um misunderstandings of what the process of retirement is so to help get us get a better explanation of that um, I have Sean Battaglia here on the show. Sean Battaglia is um the Division One Vice Chairman of MAPSTOA and also the Vice Chairman at Michael J. Quill Depot. So um welcome Sean Battaglia to the show. Also,
2: what's going I have, on, Q? how you How's everything? How do you know you? How you guys doing?
1: Right and now. Also, yes, sir. Right. Also, we have right. um James Cornick. He's a retired um bus operator out of Manhattanville Depot. James, how long have you been retired now?
3: uh going on three years now
1: going on three years and loving hey, it
3: james make sure you tell me what people you retired out of though yeah i, I retired out of quill yeah, you but go, uh
1: but he's an mtv <laughs> original i keep telling you that mtv <laughs> original hey, that's Born, that's and on bread. Bread. Quill. yeah
3: quill. yeah but retirement i highly recommend it
1: right <laughs> highly and, recommend it and john is a recent retiree out of um hey, my, quill. My, my also right. Yes. How does it how does it feel to be retired now?
4: I well, know it's still I'm still trying to get used to it. I mean, I've been yeah. retired now just six months and it's you know, I'm still getting used to it. Um you know, but I'm enjoying it, trust me. I'm enjoying it.
1: All right, cool. That's that I can tell you one thing, that transit lifestyle. When you start at the job, it's hard to adapt to. So I could just imagine after 25 years um, of service, it's hard to adjust to getting out of it. And I use the phrase 25 years of service to lead into my first question because I know our retirement plan is 25-55, meaning 25 years of service, 55 years of age. But what is the difference, right, between having 25 years of service, um, Sean, and 25 years on the job? Because just having 25 years on a job doesn't yeah. mean you have 25 years of service.
2: Yeah, correct. So, you know, you need 25 years of actually completed accredited service to be eligible to retire at full pension benefit. Now, what that means is to fulfill the twenty five fifty five obligation, you have to have 25 years of full completed service if you want to retire between the ages of 55 and right before 62 you Mm -hmm. need that 25 years of service okay so so how you have 25 years on the job and you have two years of bad time you're gonna have to make up those two years of time to make sure you have 25 complete years
1: and what is what is bad time
2: all right so bad time is anything that's basically unpaid if you were ever sick unpaid if you were ever uh, suspended if you were ever took a leave of absence if you quit and came back anything that you would not you was not paid for
1: so what you're saying is basically someone could have 25 years on the job right but then when they go to retire they had let's say a ua that wasn't funded with a vacation day hold or on AMA. hold on
2: hold on hold on hold on i'm glad you just said that right because that's a big misconception that a lot of people okay. have okay. mm-hmm. and i'm glad you mentioned that because i was going to say that just so everybody knows and everyone I uh, do retirements will tell me, oh, Sean, I ain't got no bad time. I ain't got no bad time. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I, I hear about the old Hundred Street days and the stories of everything that he used to tell me. But if you ever go UA, and I know a lot of guys go UA, uh, that their car broke down. If they mm-hmm. go, if that sick child and they come in and they bring in paperwork mm-hmm. and they go see the boss with their union rep. If they use the, the term that you just used, we'll mm-hmm. fund it with an EVA guess what that's a bad day that is not a good day
0: Mm. because
2: all a funding means is they cashed you out a day so your paycheck was not short right so if i went ua today Mm -hmm. i saw the boss tomorrow and he said well you know what i'll take it as proof submitted Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna fund you an ava your ua is still on your record it's still a bad day all it is is basically the general cashing you out of vacation day cashing you out OTO. all this is the cash out Funding does not constitute as a good day, just so we're clear on that, because a lot of guys don't understand that or don't know that. If the GS actually goes into the UTS mm -hmm. and changes the absence from a UA or an AWOL to a vacation day to an AVA, that's a good day. If they fund it, no good.
1: Uh, Okay, so so if you go UA and then they change UA to a vacation or AVA day, then it's not bad time. But Correct. if they say the so you're not short on your check, but they, the UAC remains on your record, then Correct. it's still a bad day. So Correct. basically any, any day that you were supposed to work that mm-hmm. you didn't work and mm-hmm. not get paid for is a bad day. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I know you used to hear stories. A lot of guys used to go, you know, they didn't show up back in, I guess, before you had 12 sick days. People wouldn't show up on a Monday because they didn't discipline And What they do they used to make it up on a Saturday, right? Right. If they didn't change that in the computer to a change of day and pay you straight time, guess what? That don't count either because I paid you overtime. That's not a straight time. That will not count towards that. So, it's very, very uh technical on how things are coded in, right. in terms of making something a good day or bad day. Which no fault to nobody, but you know we got to make sure that we're keeping track of this stuff because that could affect somebody. Like you said, when they go to retire, oh, I got twenty five years no bad time, and then they turn around and they got. 50, 60, 70, 80 bad days. Like I didn't, I didn't miss no work, Like are you right. sure about that? Mm-hmm. You know?
1: <laughs> so it catches up quick. Dave Milligan asks a question. He says, What about buying back time?
2: You could only buy military time or comp time. If you're on comp because comp is good, they're supposed to be taking uh, pension contributions. Right. So I recommend, highly, highly recommend anybody who's on comp the day you come off a comp and you're back to work, you need to call the BSC. And you need to see if you have a a pension deficit, a pension contribution deficit. What that means is if you were on comp for eight, nine months, right? Mm -hmm. But you didn't get differential, let's just say. And you weren't getting your your pension dues thing right at that nine months is going to show up as bad time, which is technically good time. Right. So what you're supposed to do is just call up, make sure all your contributions are up to date and paid, and that comp time is good time. So the only days that you could buy back are comp Mm -hmm. and if you have uh, eligible military time, you cannot make you cannot buy back bad time. You have to make bad time up.
4: Can
1: that buyback be bought in one lump sum or over time?
2: For what time are we talking about? Either so or. if you call BSC, let's uh, say mm-hmm. for a pension, contrib- uh, a pension deficit, mm-hmm. they have to take the money in 30 days. So okay. even if you're just inquiring and you're like, listen, I just came off a comp. Um, once you open up that, there is no, I'm not doing it. You have okay. 30 days. If you do not pay them 30 days, then they automatically start taking out your check as a payment plan. Okay. But once you actually make the inquiry, you ha- it automatically files through. They, they right. can't open it and see that you had a deficit and not do it. So right. you have so- 30 days to pay it, or mm-hmm. it'll start a payment plan to pay it
1: on. Okay, cool. So you pretty much, when you make that phone call, you opened up Pandora's Box. And- well,
2: got- you better do it because you're paying <laughs> 5% compound interest for every day that you're not doing it. So you better do it. Like I said, right. so you come right. back from comp. Your first phone call should be the BSC to make sure your pension contributions for your comp time was paid for. All
1: right. So how how does the process of actually retiring start? Like when I was well, on the job, when I was on the job, you know, I was a little, I was naive. I thought when you retire, you just go in the back, talk to the general, whoever, say, hey, I'm retired, and you just walk out the door. But yeah, I got an appointment, go sign out, stuff like that. So how does it how does it work?
2: Well. Being that we're in the COVID era, is a little bit more difficult, uh, a little mm-hmm. different, because now they're really only trying to get people within 90 days of going out. Mm-hmm. If you were in years past, if you were looking to go out like in a year from now, we would start your paperwork, like meaning that we'd set you up to get an estimate, we'd get your your service summary sent out to you, we'd get your your numbers sent out to you. Now they only want to do people 90 days in advance because so many people are leaving so fast because of COVID. Right. But what we're telling everybody to do now is when you know you're about three to four or five months out of retirement, let us know. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to set you up. We're going to get you your your estimate of what your pension is going to be. And we're going to get you your, your, your yearly service summary, which will tell you whatever year you started. If you started in 95, 96, 97, it'll break down every single year mm-hmm. to the current year we're in, which is 2021 and it'll break down how much bad time you have per year. And it'll show you how much credit time you have. So, you know, when you're eligible to go out, you have all your time. And if you have any bad time at that point, you could try to go over Got if you have bad cut. time.
1: All right, cool. So, so I call you, hey Sean, I want to retire. You call the BSC. Mm-hmm. I call the BSC, or do you? Would you call the BSC?
2: Uh, well, okay. So they changed this also. It used to be I would personally do it for you. I would used right. to call BSC, but I'm sorry, before it's BSC, I used to be the one, or your union rep would be the one to call to Broadway from you. We would talk to the pension department, tenth floor. Um, Tabitha and Dwayne, shout out to my two peoples. They always take care of me and Shanna mm-hmm. Ricketts at two Broadway. They always be taking care of me for the sign outs. Um, but we used to call them up and set up the estimates for them. Now once they switched over to BSC, they want everybody to go through BSC and open up a ticket. Okay. So now what you're gonna do is you'd call BSC, uh, six four six, you know, call them up. Mm-hmm. And what you would do is um what you would do is um you would tell me you wanna retire and you would just open up a ticket and they would get back to you. And that okay. number then needs you know is, uh, you know,
1: 646-376-0123. For, for the BSC. So, mm-hmm. so now here's something that I've heard um, a lot of people going to retire, they fail to do correctly. Um, when you go down to retire to sign out, what mm-hmm. documents do you have to have?
2: Okay. So if you're signing out for yourself and you're taking a max option, max option means you're not leaving a pension to nobody. You're just straight up taking the most amount of money. The only thing you're going to need is either a valid U.S. passport Mm -hmm. or an original birth certificate with the seal on it. It cannot be a photocopy. It has to be all original documents. If you are taking an option um, for your spouse, you then have to have their, you know, either birth certificate and or passport, same thing. And you have to have a copy of an original marriage certificate.
1: So you mean to tell me after working 25 years on the job and they pretty much know who I'm, I am. They've been sending me my money all this time that I have to show further proof of who I am when I go to yep. retire.
2: and I, I'm gonna tell you something and I, I'm not gonna mention names, but we had mm-hmm. one guy who tried to retire and his retirement was held up about seven or eight months, maybe a drop longer because he couldn't get, um, he couldn't get those original copies. Wow. Yeah, he was having an issue and his health wasn't the greatest, so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say who he is, but he had an issue where he couldn't co- uh, produce those um, original documents and he had to prolong his retirement until he got them
1: wow. so you you mentioned something about options um the max and then uh option for a spouse um mm-hmm. I, how many different options are there when
2: um there's technically retire? let me count it right there should be seven you have the max you have there's technically five options but five right. has five a and then you have the max So basically what you have is you have the maximum option, which means I'll make up ballpark numbers. If your pension is 5,000 a month, your maximum amount is 5,000 a month. When you pass away, when you unfortunately deceased, you know, your pension stops.
1: So wait, so if I was, if a retiree takes a max option, when he passes away, the the payments cease. So basically it's like, it's an annuity, right? So
2: once you pass away, you are, mm-hmm. the pension plan is done not the right. death benefit only right. the pension plan is done right then then you have option number one which is a hundred percent hundred percent survivor which means let's say we'll use that same 500 or well, five thousand dollars a month let's say you' are taking a hundred percent option which means when you pass away you're leaving your spouse a hundred percent of that pension mm-hmm. that's what it'll be now it's expensive and it goes by the age gap between you and your spouse the bigger the gap the bigger the payment. So let's just say, for argument's sake, it's a $800 a month payment. Your payment now would go from $5,000 a month to $4,200 a month. Um, and when you pass away, your your spouse would get that same $4,200 a month until the day she passes away. You got that? Okay. Right. Then you also have that same option as a 50% survivor, which means it costs a little bit less. I, I use ballpark numbers. Remember I said 5000 and then $800? Mm-hmm. If you get the 50%, that might only be about 400. So instead of being the original 5,000, which was the max, it might be 4,600. And if your wife, if you pass away, your wife would get half of that, which would be the 2,300. You got that? All right. The next option is called the 10-year certain, which is option number three. And option number four is called the five-year certain. What those CERNs mean is you're guaranteed to get your pension for at least 10 years or five years. And those are a lot cheaper. Um, Instead of being $400 a month that they might charge you, it might be $250 or $200. But here's the thing. Let's say I live for nine years and I took a 10-year CERN. My wife is only going to collect that for one more year because you're only guaranteed 10-year CERN pay from the day you retire and Mm -hmm. or five-year CERN. The final option, which this is what I'm going to recommend to every single buddy. If you don't take the max in my opinion, this is only my opinion, so nobody hold true to this. This is just me shooing the breeze with you guys. Right? If you if you're not taking the max, the only options that people should be looking at is five or five A. Now, remember, I said option number one was the hundred percent, right? And the option number two was the fifty percent, right? Let's say you take those options and you leave your wife that forty two hundred. In the event your wife passes away, your pension does not go back up to the five thousand. You got that? Option five though is Mm -hmm. called the hundred percent pop-up. What that means is it's a little bit more than option one. So let's say we said it was 800. Mm -hmm. It might cost 900. So now your pension instead of being 5,000 is 4,100. If Mm -hmm. I pass away, my wife is getting 4,100 a month to the day she dies. However, in the event, my wife passes away before me, I get popped back up to my oh, original, so 5,000. original
1: five thousand. It's a little okay. bit
2: more, but it's insurance for you. If you're gonna right. take out insurance for your spouse, you take out insurance for yourself. That's just the way it goes. And then option five A is the fifty percent pop up. Again, if you're gonna leave and take an option, hundred percent or the fifty percent. My this is only this is just me shooting the breeze. My <laughs> recommendation would be take the pop up because you're protecting your spouse in the event you pass away. And Mm -hmm. you're protected in the event that your spouse passed away because it goes back up to your max.
1: All right, cool. So that would be for, okay, so you said your spouse. What about, um, let's say someone's is about to retire that isn't married. And they want to designate a to child, a
2: significant other.
1: Yeah, Again, you know, a significant different. other or a child can can they oh, be the beneficiary? Remember
2: what I just told you. It goes hmm. by the age gap. Age
1: gap, right? So, so you if a- you
2: leave it to your child, you're five thousand. They could charge you three, four, five thousand because it's all based on the life expectancy of this the last person on your um on your your retirement plan. Oh, okay. so i if, if you're let's say retiring at fifty five and you got a ten year old kid and you say you know what I'm gonna leave that kid the child's expectancy of life is going to be 45 years more yes. than yours. Mm-hmm. They're going, you might not get no pension out of <laughs> But my point is you are oh, by the life expectancy. That's how they come up with the calculation of how much it is. So if your wife or your whoever you're leaving it to is dramatically younger than you, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you an arm oh, and really? a leg that you might as well just get yourself an outside insurance agent, uh, outside insurance policy, to be honest with you.
1: Oh, wow. Cool. So here's another question. So when, so i like I said, the pension is 25, 55 and you mm-hmm. 50, 50% of your average salary. What uh-huh. is the average? Is it the best three years? Is it the last three years? Well,
2: hold on. I think uh, you kind of mixed up two things. The um, okay. average is um, going to be a five year span of what your pensionable income is. Right. Even if let's say for argument's sake, you made a hundred thousand dollars. It might not be a hundred thousand dollars pensionable right. if you cashed out vacation or had any kind of cash outs. And people don't realize that that's not pensionable. If you that's look right. on your W two, it'll show you uh, New York State amount that you made for the year, whatever, mm-hmm. and then it'll show you um, pensionable amount. Yeah. So the way um, uh, the way your average works now is they're gonna calculate every five years of your career. Okay. So I know a lot of people say, oh, it's going to be my last five or whatever. It's not necessarily your last five. It's the greatest five-year span of your career. So to put it down in layman's terms, they're going to calculate years one through five, two through six, three through seven, four through eight, five through nine, six through ten, seven through eleven, all the way on to however many years you have. Whichever five-year block tallied the total highest amount. That's the five year that they use for the average. Now, the average gets a little bit trickier because in that five year span, your years cannot be within 10% of the previous year. So if you're going to go hard, you go hard for five years. Because if you went and let's say for your five years, you did 100,000, then 130, then you did 100, then you did 130, and then you did 100. You might think, oh, well, I got three years at 100 and two years at 130. They'll take my two 130s and 100. No, no, no.
5: Right, because
2: that 130 is going to become a 110 because your first year of 100, you're only allowed to go 10% higher than that, so you can't go more than 110. So anything over 110 is not going to go into your average,
1: not changeable.
2: It then the next year would be if you did 110, would be 11,000 more, would be 121, and then be more than that. So that's how they come up with, with your averages, whichever five years is the greatest amount. So that's why when they tell you go hard for five years. You really got to go, you can't like go hard for three years and then lay up a little bit because that's going to drop you significantly on your 10%. If those five years are the greatest highs, because you could have run three years at 150, 150, 150, and then said, you know what? I'm going to lay low my last two years and 80 and 80. And if you combine those five years, if they're a thousand dollars more than your second greatest total five years, they use that five year span. And -hmm. those last two years are going to dramatically hurt you. So when they tell you, and any union rep will tell you, and anybody who you ask advice to, if you're going to do it, and you can go steady, you got to be steady for five years. This way, you know you're within your 10% of those five years.
1: Right. So one thing I like to tell people um, when they're trying to figure out what their pension average is, well, if you look on the top of your pay stub, it usually tells you how much you, how much of your money went towards your pension for the year, and you also have a year-to-date pensionable amount. Correct. And that, that's how you can tell, because, like, if you're yeah. a year-to-date Salary was 100000 If you look at the pensionable, it'll tell you what actually was going right, to be. Right, because you could have
2: cashed out vacation. You could have, again, right. cashed out six, six days like you're allowed mm-hmm. to, you know. So you know, all that stuff is just extra money, but it's not pensionable. So
1: right, right. So to be clear, like vacation days, AVAs, OTO, sick time, none of that is pensionable.
2: No, no, no. If you take a vacation, that's pensionable. Absolutely. Oh, your vacation. So your vacation like, days are pensionable. It's only if you cash out a week. If someone oh, I, if, if right. someone cashes out five weeks, be, uh, five days, because what happens is you work those five days. Right. So that's why they also tax you. Remember, before two thousand twelve, what we all used to do. We used to cash out a week. We used Mm -hmm. to claim 99 and we used to take Mm -hmm. that whole check with us, right? right? Right. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was 2012 when they changed it and they made it like a bonus check. Now we're getting taxed 53%. It's non-pensionable. So if you're just cashing out the money, you still work that week. So you still got paid that week. So that five weeks you're going to do as a hardship or whatever you need the money for. But if you look at your pension with it, you'll see it's not pensionable. So if you go on vacation, it is pensionable. If you cash it out, it's not.
1: So- is leading up to retirement let's say someone in their last um six months to a year what what advice would you give someone that's leading up to someone like john i believe you signed john out right what uh,
2: what it means Sal did sal was in there i think i was doing i think q a at your depot at that time um well we, we had to do virtual too. yeah it's it's now it's a little bit different now it's all through zoom but we would get everybody ready. We would make sure everyone has their paperwork ready. We make sure we have your estimates ready. We make sure everyone is good to go. You get a basic idea of what your numbers are going to be. And then we try to go from there. What we'll then do is we'll be the ones to, you know, set up what your last day work is going to be to when you're going to take your vacation to when you're going to take your terminal leave. Because you you got to remember uh, some guys, depending on when you go out, you want to use your vacation. You don't want your vacation to become terminal leave. If your vacation becomes terminal leave, it only pays eight hours. Your vacation, everyone knows, is 152nd. So a lot of guys will wait till the first week of January to go out. Why? Because they take the first five weeks of the year, Mm -hmm. right? And those five weeks are going to pay them 152nd, and then they'll get the terminal leave for January and partial of February. Now, you could leave in November or December and still get your five weeks for the next year. Because remember, we accrue vacation a year in advance. However, it would be counted as terminal leave and your terminal leave only pays eight hours. So you can wind up shortchanging yourself. If, oh. if you had a big run, like a 13 hour run, Or I'm sorry, I don't even say that because if you, your 152nd is worth 18, 17, 16 hours a day, and now you're doing terminal leave, it's only eight hours. So you want as little terminal leave as possible, as much vacation as possible.
1: Okay, so someone they came down they signed out everything was squared they had all the documentation paper how long does it take to get your first check
2: it's if you have to have one full complete month on on retirement so we try I Quill I'm going to speak for Quill only mm-hmm. when you come to us like you said and I'm I'm personally going to map it out with you I'm going to sit there with you um, pretty good at the calculations. We're gonna figure out what your last day work is. We're gonna figure out when your last day paid is. There's two different things: your last day work and your last day paid. Your last day work could be May first. Your last day paid may not be till June 15th or something. If you had five weeks vacation, then your terminal leave, then any AVAs on the back end. So your last day work and last day paid are two different things. Your retirement date is the following day after your last day paid. So if your last day paid is June 15th, your retirement date is June 16th. Your first pension check would then be August 1st, which would be all of all of um of of all of July and the prorated of June. You got that? Right. So it's always one full month. So we try to make sure everyone's retirement date is as close to the end of the month as possible. So you're not waiting for your pension check for six, seven, eight weeks. We try to make it that you're only in five or six weeks as opposed to seven or eight. You, you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. So, so have, we,
2: that's what we try to do.
1: So I have a question. Um, Danny Cruz, he says, not everyone may know what terminal leave is. Can you explain what terminal leave is quick, fast?
2: I mean, the only person who's gonna know what terminal leave is is people who are retiring. Terminal leave is your vacation recruit for the following year. We get vacation for the following year. That's why every general pick, we pick the next year's vacation. You're working for it in advance. So, mm-hmm. you're going to get just about two and a half days per month work. So, if you're in, if you're retiring in June and that's your last day paid, you have six month work. If we let's say you retire in June of 2021, All right from January 1st to the end of June, whatever your last day paid was, you accrued vacation in 2022. Right. That becomes your terminal leave, but that becomes only eight hours because that's not 152nd.
1: Right. so is the process of retiring pretty much the same for someone that's retiring on disability uh no no nope. I mean, as far as I know, I'm not talking about as far as the calculation the, I'm talking about the process of um, um service.
2: That's no, because game. disability is a lot different. Disability is a whole, that's a whole other show. That's, show, whole other show, dude, we'll that's a whole back other back show. We'll bring back. That's a whole show because to be honest with you, you got to get approved for social security disability. Mm-hmm. Then you have to apply for disability retirement. A lot of people don't get approved on their first go around and they have to yeah. go around the second time. So that's like a whole other show, disability retirement. But um, we're talking about full-term retirement. Um, it, It's, you know. Like I said, you could be out of work for two years on comp or you might not be medically cleared. You could be HMAC and forced to retire, you know, and then you've got uh, retirement disability. Uh, it's totally different. So we'll <laughs> just leave that. That's a whole other process. We'll
1: so, go back another
2: time. <laughs> I already took out 27 minutes of you guys' time, so I, I would take another two years. You
1: know, <laughs> just to explain, explain to this. So, John, you, you're a recent retiree. Um, What was the, the not only the process, but the feeling of um crossing the finish, finish line like for you? Because um, lately... Late, late, Lately, I've seen, um, you know, at different depots, they post pictures of the guys actually signing out. And when I see those yeah. pictures, I feel like Junior done got his NBA contract, all the years of hard work and signed yeah. up, made it to the big leagues. Now he get to live his dream and get paid for it. So how was it for you?
4: You know what? It's funny because I would ask guys before me that were getting ready to retire. So oh, you must be excited. You're happy. You don't have to wake up early anymore. And they would always tell me. Yeah, you know, it sounds good, but I'm nervous. And I'm like, why, why would you be nervous? But as I got closer to retirement, I actually did feel that like, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to have enough money? Am, 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 am I, you know, it's just basically, am I doing the right thing? Right. Am I going to be okay when I'm retired? Am I going to miss it? Or, you know, but I mean, so far it's worked out for me. I'm enjoying right. it. I'm-, I'm working a little part time, you know, to keep busy. Um, and I'm really enjoying
1: it. So let me ask James. I'm trying to bring Phil back. Phil had a was having a little technical difficulty earlier. I hope he, he got his um audio straight. Oh, I'm good. He's good. Okay, well, let's I'm welcome good. Phil um to the show. Phil, um, I had the pleasure of working with Phil um at MTV Depot. He's one of the greatest shifters I had. I learned a lot about not mm-hmm. hitting poles, watching mm-hmm. Phil drive the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and um, James, James you've been retired about three years now. Um. How has it been, how was it for you transitioning from, you know, the transit lifestyle into the lifestyle of retirement?
3: Well, it wasn't hard for me because I was ready. I was ready to retire. Um, uh, It wasn't, it wasn't really hard. See, I had a lot of things going on. I was retiring. I was relocating. I was in the middle of a lawsuit. There was a lot of things going on around that time. So when, when it was time for you to walk out the door, the day I walked out the door at Quill, I didn't mm-hmm. even look back. I didn't okay. even look back. So I was, I was ready to go. I had a lot to do. What about you, hey, Phil? Q, hey, hey. Q, not to
2: interrupt you guys uh-huh. real quick, but I was trying to you talking about taking pictures and everything. I was looking for because I had the picture of James Cornick when he retired. I had the picture of Maglio uh-huh. when he retired. Uh-huh. And I'm going <laughs> through my Facebook page, the Quill page, and we know we was joking around before. It was about Cornick saying that he's like MTV and everything. Uh-huh. But, James, I'm going to remind you of one thing, though, real quick i 'm gonna remind you of December 3rd 2017 do you remember what day that was James
1: December 3rd of 2017.
2: 2017. I'm gonna take a shot right now at Q. do you know what that is
1: December 3rd no that', was, that was done big
2: that nope. that was the day that MTV and MJQ played off in the billiards and MJQ oh yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. now now I remember
2: I'm just now I'm I remember a quick shot at MTV right now that MJ yeah 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 quote yeah,
3: yeah, got watch. the S. MTV got the ass kicked. Yeah. I they did. Take
5: a out. Y'all can't do that. Y'all, y'all can't do that. You know what, Sean? Can't do that. I, I'm just going to say this,
1: Sean. I'm just going to say this. Challenge accepted. I'm going back to work tomorrow. I'm telling everybody you talking well, smack. Listen, music,
2: we, we we were actually talking. Uh, we we're going to try to do. A little off topic real quick, but when mm-hmm. the COVID thing is over, MTV and MJQ will actually have a rematch of uh, the Billions, but that's let's, another story. Because all right,
1: let's get on. going to do a whole Transit System tournament. You know, let's, I, I'll put it together. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Phil, <laughs> how long have you been retired now, Phil?
5: Well, actually, I've been retired 10 years. Wow. Uh, and, wow, um, Phil. It doesn't even seem like that long. Great. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Um, when I retired, you were talking about the process of calling B- BSC and all of that that didn't even exist. There's, there was a guy in the back i forget his name they, i think they made him a superintendent tall older white guy uh-huh. you would go to him and you would say listen i'm going to retire so now he's got to go down in the basement or wherever they got this stuff <laughs> and look at the paper time cards, you know, <laughs> and they didn't have half of them you know they were talked about matt
3: were- baker Matt Baker, Mr. Matt Baker.
5: <laughs> they were from they were from 132nd Street. Mm-hmm. When it when it closed and they demolished the building, thank God they thought enough to get to get that stuff out of there. And it took it took him about three or four months to just to calculate the time. Mm. So, but I, I I was listening to John talk about those those feelings of. Uh, uh, you know, the unsure feelings about, right. well, I'm, I'm getting ready to retire. I'm not going to be making the money I was making. I'm used to it. And uh, Richie, uh, Richie may rest in peace, sat yeah. down with me and he said, Listen, you're not going to be Uncle Phil no more. Mm-hmm. You could, you're mm-hmm. a big man on campus here. Everybody, you know, you walk in, everybody, hey Phil, it's not going to be like that no more. And right. you know, I that didn't bother me. I thought about it, but that didn't bother because I liked I liked working at the depot. You know, I stopped. I got off the road maybe ten years before I left the job, and I was shifting and everything like that, and I you know just hanging out, basically, mm-hmm. dodging the dispatcher. <laughs> you know, most of the time. So, you know, they knew that if they had something tough, call Phil. Phil do it because I was right. stupid like that, right? <laughs> but I was very unsure about what was going on, you know, thank God, money wasn't a problem then. it isn't now you know, I didn't put in all the hours I could have mm-hmm. because I think I was just weary, right just weary from nineteen eighty to two thousand and ten. It was like I'm ready to go, right. yeah, and I like the way that, I like the way Sean was talking about how organized they are over there. Because I'm not saying nothing bad about anybody at MTV, but it was not like that. It
1: wasn't as smooth.
5: Well, it wasn't you got to say smooth. one thing, though.
2: So it was a lot different, like you said, in the past. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. A long time if, ago. if you look at just the retirement process from 10 years ago now and implementation of the BSC and, right. you know. and There wasn't none assume, of that. And, and we've done in the last four or five years, we've done a lot of more training for the retirees. Um, And we've really got all the reps now up to date. Uh, Now MTV knows like like the back of their hand. But like you said, 10 years ago, I just don't think the information that is out there now was out there then again, you know, back at that point as easily accessible, you know?
5: Yeah, I was was just, you know, uh, I was tired, basically. I was tired of dragging myself in there every day. And it made it easier. I wasn't ill. I wasn't... um, I wasn't under any pressure other than it was just time. And that's more important than anything else with a, with a lot of things in life, you know. When it's time, it's time. And you got to realize that. And I, I, I know I left money on the table. I could have did a lot more over time. I didn't check to make sure I made up every single bad day. And there was a lot of bad time. I worked a year longer than I had to. And that made up just some of it. It didn't even take care of everything because you know, things was things was a little bit different back then. But yeah, there was a time.
3: There was a time. Will,
5: I'm gonna tell you something. i nothing but gratitude and 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 I appreciate working so at so a place I like that. It wasn't easy.
2: Phil. Yeah. In the 10 years you've been retired, James in the three years you've been retired, John in the six months you've been retired. How many months has that check not been there? I'm gonna well, tell you hey. something
5: right <laughs> yeah. now. If nothing right, else right. comes on time, that check is there. I'm crazy. So I like yeah.
4: that. You and know what i You, right? Right? Not only the you
3: pay. know what else I realized? You know what else I realized? is that I have more money in my pocket retired.
5: Right. We were talking about that in the uh, than
3: I had when I was working. Yeah. It's exactly. really Do a funny thing how that exactly. works out. But you you just end up having more money in your pocket.
5: Yeah,
2: you're right. Because I was telling John the same thing, and I tell a lot of guys when we sit down and Q is asking, what's the process that we go through? And a lot of times it's a lot of guys aren't concerned about their income. And me and John had this conversation numerous times, me and a lot of these retirees numerous times, and we go down. Well, this is how much you're making now, to work, 55, 60, 65 hours a week. This is what you're going to collect. And then when Social Security collects. We're very lucky in the MTA, in, in, in transit, in MAPS, so, Though you know separate. why? What's the number one thing that we do not have that you look at other city agencies? Tax. What do we not, well, not tax. You we do not tax. have a social security offset, which oh, means uh, I see when we, we become social security eligible, we are getting money on top of that. They we do not reduce our debt. pension. You look okay. at them, that's like, right. sanitation, when they become, um, with their tier three, when they become social security eligible, and they get 2000 a month, their pension gets reduced 2000
3: We when get we get out of here. Started, we
5: get a bonus. What? I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that
2: either.
5: Well, uh, well
2: I, I believe the, the, the one thing, has, has the one thing that,
5: that, I, that, that I want to say, too, is about the medical benefits. Now, I know people got issues. They got issues with it. My wife, my wife is a very serious illness, and the prescription medication and everything else is taken care yeah. of. You know, I don't have to worry beat about it. that.
4: Beat it, man. You
5: know, none of my none of my money is going towards uh paying for these insane men they lost one of her just a short story. They lost one of her medications that was being mailed to us and the bill was seventeen thousand dollars. Yikes. The Ups Yikes. had to pay it. <laughs> I didn't have to pay oh, it, but so you know it just goes to show you that listen Yeah, the only thing
3: about happen, and the only thing about uh the medical. Is that when I transitioned down here, I picked up a copay for fifteen dollars.
5: Mm-hmm. Really? If That's I stayed you in New up, York, I like wouldn't that. have
3: had a copay. Christ. Now Delvin I Jones, God bless his soul. Bless right? Me and Delvin lived ten minutes from each other. And Delvin complained about that fifteen dollar copay. And because <laughs> of that fifteen dollar copay, Delvin didn't go to the doctor. And because wow. Delvin didn't go to the doctor, Delvin God, is no you're longer you're with me. us.
5: But
3: wait a minute. How old was Delvin? He couldn't, he he wasn't on Medicaid? I don't know how
2: old Delvin was. I don't think
1: he was that old. He He may not have been that old.
5: I don't think
1: so. So, He may not have been that old. James, um, you and Phil also, you both have relocated outside of the New York City area, right?
5: Yeah, I'm in Texas. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, so was that something that you both got, you guys both planned before retiring or after retirement? You said, you know, um, I'm going to pick up and I'm going to stake my claim somewhere else
5: well uh,
3: well when i when uh, i retired when i made the decision to retire i already had it in my mind i was relocating i was going to go to arizona okay but i said that's a dumb move i don't know anybody in arizona so i came here where my family is okay so because i came here i picked up a 15 dollar copay if i moved to florida i wouldn't have a copay
2: so just so you guys know also about relocating Right. Just keep in mind, there are pension-friendly states. states you right. move to a right. pension-friendly state, you are only paying federal. You're not paying city and or state. Right. So right. You right. Always kind. And I know this sounds crazy, but when people want to move or relocate, but you really should make sure you move into a pension-friendly state.
3: which means yeah. So, Sean, let me state. ask you this, Sean. If I decided to move to a pension-friendly state mm-hmm. after I retired, mm-hmm. will that still apply for me also? Of course. You're not paying the city and the state no more. It's
2: going to go by the state that you live in. The state okay. that is charging you tax. Not not the pension, the okay. state right. that you live in is charging you tax. If you move right. to a pension-friendly state, you only need to pay the federal.
5: Right. Yeah. Uh, right. the thing with us was uh my wife got a promotion. Mm-hmm. We had a house out in Queens. Um, she lived there all her life. And she she came to me and she said, you know, they're offering me a promotion, they're gonna pay to move us down there the whole nine yards. And uh I said, well, how much money? She told me. I said, well, let's go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Johnny>. That's right. <laughs> and exactly. all the people on her job were saying, uh, well, what does Phil think you should do? She said, he's on his way down there now. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: hey, so it, it, it worked out
4: well. Hey, Johnny. Yeah. Me, Johnny. yeah, Yeah, I can hear
2: you. I said, I don't want this relocating getting in your head. You're staying in New Jersey with me, champ. So I don't, I don't I want relocate. I hear everybody else yeah. talking about it. You ain't, you ain't yeah, newer, brother.
1: John is googling pension friendly states
2: right
3: now. (laughs) I'm good here where I am now,
2: man. Listen, that's my Jersey Shore buddy. He ain't moving nowhere.
3: I I think South Carolina is a pension friendly state. South Carolina ain't but twenty miles away from me. I can move to South Carolina. You know, I I sell my house. I sell my house. Hey, or oh, buy another house South in South in Carolina and rent this one out. You know. You heard, James? If you huh? live
2: in the other state, fifty-one percent of the time you're good to go.
4: Right. That's right. Yeah. That would be your your state. All you need mm-hmm. is
2: fifty-one percent of the time. So
4: you yep. can
5: get a little shack on the beach down in Myrtle Beach, and uh, you there you the go.
3: Day. That's right. Give so, me a little. Uh, Give me a, a double wide, double wide trailer. That's <laughs> it.
5: Uh, you've been down there too long already. Double wide, Joe. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I Tell me bro. And, uh, I was going to okay, say this okay, so uh, is different. We live in a we live in a, uh, uh about thirty miles north of Houston in a place called the Woodlands, and it's fabulous here. We love it. And uh, she's actually retired from her job now, so we're thinking about actually buying a house.
1: Okay,
5: and. Okay. Um, the prices are right, they're going up. obviously mm-hmm. enough, in the middle of a pandemic, the housing prices are going well, up. I'm know
2: like, home. Oh, going going freaking dirt cheap right now. When dirt cheap, yeah. when the interest rates are dirt cheap, the house will go higher because-
1: And right now is a good, a, yeah, yeah. a good time to buy. Yeah, it's a good time to buy. Phil, with 10 years with ten years retired, looking back, um, what advice would you give someone that's preparing for retirement?
5: The first thing I think is to be ready. Mm-hmm. Be ready because you've been working for 29, 30 years, whatever it is. You have to have something that you're going to do. If you, if your idea is like, unfortunately, some of the guys is to sit back and drink beer mm-hmm. 24-7. Or I was down uh, at, at a friend's house in North Carolina. And one of the guys from 146th Street he had been retired way before me. And all he could talk about is the different kinds of weed he smokes. On, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a retirement. do <laughs> so, what you want to do. Ultimate but.
2: goal for retirement, and what I tell everybody. However, many years you put on this job to work, exactly how many years you should yeah, get you back in retirement. That. Exactly, if you that's gave right. It 30 32 years, you should get 32 years of pension. If you did 29
5: years pension, and two months, if I fade away, don't feel bad for me because that's what I gave them and I got it back. My goal, mm, that's
3: life, right.
2: My wife last at me is to live to 87 years old because if I lived to 87 <laughs> years old, I would right. have worked 32 years and Lord knows. May 12, twenty thirty eight. I'm out. That's my that's my fifty fifth birthday, two thousand thirty eight, right. and my goal is to get the same thirty two years I gave this authority. I want back. So, that's right. like you said, that's right. it's not about drinking again. Hi. yeah, I get it. But we worked for a pension, so if we don't get what we worked for. Then what's the purpose of doing what we do? Yeah, what's the yeah that's
1: a good way to put it. What about you, James? What advice with you? Have, you know, you're three years retired. What advice would you give to someone? Um, plan to retire in the near future if you're planning to retire like like phil said make sure you have a
3: plan see that's Mm -hmm. very important you have to have a plan i know one gentleman who retired at this at the on the whim just got tired and he told me that was the worst decision he ever made Mm -hmm. because he didn't have a plan you know it's like you know my plan was to travel all over all over the place but covid came along so that shot that plan to <laughs> shit, you know, but but you know, I'm doing things around the house and I'm doing little road trips. Right. So, so so I'm still I'm still getting out there, but I'm just not getting out there the way I wanted to. But I mm-hmm. did have a plan. Uh stay as healthy as you can.
5: That's important. Live thing.
3: as long as you can after you retire, because the longer you live, the deeper your hand is gonna be in MTA's pocket right, right. because it doesn't take that long for you to get your money out that you contributed that you contributed mm-hmm. and after that you're taking their money and you mm-hmm. want to take their money as long as you possibly
1: can
5: that's so, the important thing very important that's You want right.
1: take a long time to keep those checks coming in john did you you don't have to share what your plan was but did you have a plan um approaching retirement
4: uh yeah i mean i knew what you know what i, I wanted to make sure that i really didn't have any debt that's one mm, thing. That's one. That's you a know, good thing. Without yeah. owing, you know, much money. Um, mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew eventually, I would want to, you know, keep busy and, and pick up a job and just do something part time. Right, right. Just what, do- what I'm doing now. Okay, cool. I so feel, I feel comfortable what I'm doing. But also, I mean, when when Sean was telling you about the um, for the pension, where you can, you know, have X amount and your your spouse get it. what what? what but I know the union, and, and I heard a lot of guys say, I went out and got a, uh, a term life insurance policy. Right. Nice. I got it before I retired. I'm paying a lot. I'm paying twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a year for a half a million dollar policy. Wow. So yeah. for me to pay that extra money, you know, not to get that money every month, I, mm-hmm. I said no way. I went out. I got a like I said a term life policy for thirty years. I'll be good. It's good until I'm eighty two. Okay. Good. So my brother, I'm 82. Don't really matter, you know. But I just figured for thirty. You know, instead of you know, he's saying some guys are getting five, six, seven hundred dollars less a month from their pension. The mm-hmm. Now, for me, I worked all those years. I want every penny that I'm entitled to. So that's why I did. I went out and did that on my own. You know, on the I side. Agree with that. Yeah. 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 You so know. So f- it, it's better when you get it young because it's cheaper, obviously, and hopefully you're in good health and, and mm-hmm. you know, your weight won't be that bad. Um, so that's that's a big thing with that day because, I, like I said, I worked all those years for it. I want to keep every penny that I can from anywhere. You don't want to
1: give any back to the authorities. you don't have to. So, fellas, listen, I thank you guys. For, you know, I want to wrap it up. It's getting kind of late. I know Sean got to be to work at 3.30 in the morning. Well, That's I wake that, up at 3.30.
2: I'll be there. I wake up
1: morning. at 3.30. That's that transit lifestyle cool. I like to talk to people about. Like, we work very odd hours. Yeah, so. I really
3: miss those <laughs> days, Sean. I... Oh, God. I really yeah. miss it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, look, Thank you all for joining me, John. Hey, listen. Hey, uh, listen, hey Q. Uh-huh.
2: I, I just got one thing for all the folks out there who got yeah. a boatload of time who don't want to retire. If you guys all want to donate me one month of your service, I'll <laughs> retire
1: for you know. And imagine <laughs> if that was possible. <laughs> oh man! Imagine if that was possible. Um, uh, Sean, yeah. let's set up another show so we could do something about um explaining the disability because, like as you said, it sounded like it was really intricate. Yeah, and it's a lot more involved with that one. Right. We'll, we'll talk about it another day. Yeah, we'll talk. It's an explanation, but again, um James, thanks for taking time out of your, your evening. Phil, thanks yes, for taking sir. time. Yes, sir. John, Sean, uh, see you guys You're on the road. bless you guys um, enjoy your retirement and thank you for joining this broadcast. I really hey, really appreciate
0: hey,
5: it. My pleasure. you,
0: You've been listening to We Move New York, the podcast. New York City Transportation has a daily ridership of 3 million. And we're the ones that are moving those butts. This is the show for the people that move New York. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at we move New York, And hit the website at WeMoveNewYork.com. Until next time, keep on moving.